Yes, welcome once again to the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Angel, coming to you live from Orlando, Florida. Listen, guys, it's great to be here again. It's another day, another Friday. Busy, busy week, busy day, but thank God we made it through uh, another week. It's already the 21st of January 2022, so I hope you guys have not given up on your New Year's resolution. Remember what you said last year and even when you started 21 days ago supposedly the 21st day you sh- your body should be accustomed to something by now the 21st day you already left a bad habit or you left some kind of habit or you left something and you're you're already in that your body's used to it your mind's used to it right the 21st day says that's a cycle where your body starts getting accustomed to something so don't give up keep going keep going forward if you're watching this live right now youtube Please subscribe to the channel, give a thumbs up, comment below, subscribe to the channel. I appreciate your support. Uh, Facebook, please send me a friend request. If you're not friends, uh, look me up. I'd be glad to uh, get to know you, maybe get a, a scheduled date for this podcast. And listen, today uh, I have a special guest. We're going to have so many uh, important topics during this podcast and there are many more podcasts that are coming in the future, right? So I want you guys to tune in because... The Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast is about a lot of things, entrepreneurship, business, uh, small business, your brand. And today we're going to have an important topic because I have a gentleman uh, by the name of Devin Miller. Uh, He reached out to me through Podmatch and we connected. We set this date because we want to bring an important topic for all of you, especially small business owners. And it's not only how to grow and protect your business, which is our topic today, but we're going to be talking important topics about copyrights. I want to learn a lot about, about this stuff. Trademarks, uh, patents, right? Because if you're a business owner, you have a brand, you want to make sure that you get these, this either the, the, the brand, the logo, or your product. You don't want nobody to copy it. You want, especially like what they do in music, right? Where they copyright their music so that no one can use it and say that it was theirs and they came up with the idea, etc. So, uh, I'm going to be learning a lot from this guy because this is an important topic. I want to learn more about uh, these items, you know, copyright. How do you copyright? How do you trademark? We're going to learn a little bit about Devin and his business, how he got started and whatnot. So let's go ahead and welcome to the to the podcast. Thank you, Devin. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing awesome. I, I'm excited to be here and uh, excited to chat with you. Absolutely, man. Thank you, man. Uh, and by the way, uh, you do have a podcast. I, I was looking at your podcast today. It's... Uh, the Inventive Journey Podcast. Is that correct? That's absolutely right. Yeah. And we actually have now expanded it. So it's a podcast series. So we have the Inventive Journey and then we also have the Inventive Expert. So there's a couple. The Inventive Expert just launched. Inventive Journey has been around a while. Oh, okay. That's cool. We'll get into that later. Now, I'm also going to have the link uh, to that podcast uh, on the video down here shortly. So, uh, so Devin, uh, let's get right into it. I, your time is valuable. I respect your time and I appreciate you for being here. And uh, your interest in this podcast. So uh, I want to start to, um, you know, you growing up, you know, what were your dreams? What was Devin like growing up? And and what I believe you grew up in, in Utah. Is that correct? I did. Yeah. So technically not born. I was going to say born and raised, but I was technically born in Arizona. But I think they, my parents grew up in uh, the same town I'm at now. They moved to Arizona to work with Motorola for like a year and a half. And I have to be born there. And then they moved right back. So basically been in okay. Utah my whole life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've grown up in Utah and, uh, you know, what was I like? I mean, I was, 
I was not probably the same person I am today. I'm there are overlays of where I'm at. I was a lot shyer. I wasn't as outgoing. Not that I'm I'm still very introverted, but I'm a lot more talkative now. <laughs> and uh, you know, now I, I found that I love entrepreneurship. I love startup small businesses. I also love the law. If you'd ask me when I was in high school, I probably would have said, Well, I like stuff. I don't know. I like cars. Yeah. So I did like I did have I did the okay. restore car. I was in, in high school so that was the that was about the only thing that you probably could have got me to talk about okay okay so how about your parents like what, what was your parents like did your parents inspire you to maybe one day become a small business owner or anything type like that yeah i think at least in part you know i think it's always hard to, to pinpoint because for me it just kind of naturally evolved over a period of time and i don't know that i could say here's the one reason that i'm an entrepreneur but i certainly grew up and my dad he did kind of a mixture so he uh, ran ran a, an engineering consulting firm he also ended up doing some uh, bigger businesses so he worked for like lg electronics over in korea he did some startups i always saw him doing it and then i just kind of probably had naturally gravitated towards it as i kind of got towards um, into college time frame and was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do when I grow up. And I figured out, you know, I got my degrees and I got to the end of those and said, well, I, you know, my main degree was in electrical engineering. So undergraduate, I did Chinese, okay. uh, Mandarin Chinese and electrical engineering is a dual degree, but main focus on engineering. I got there and said, well, you know, I like engineering, but I don't really want to be an engineer. So then I was kind of <laughs> at the crossroads again of what I wanted to do when I grew up. So I said, well, I like entrepreneurship. I like the law and I find those interesting. So I said, rather than choose one or the other, I'm just going to go down the middle and do both. And that's kind of been my mantra for the rest of the or rest of my career. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So, so basically, so, so you did come up with uh, what it is the, you, you founded your own uh, firm, the Miller IP law. Now, what does IP stand for? So intellectual property. Okay. So So, and, and this is a quick, you know, people are, IP a lot of times is, is condensed. So when people say IP, they're just referring to intellectual property. And really, and that's kind of what we'll talk probably about later, but intellectual property, if you think of it, it really is kind of what it or sounds like what it describes. So if you're to think of real property, a car, a house, real estate, anything of that nature, you own it, it's tangible, you can feel it, you can see it, those type of things. Intellectual property is a property that you still want to own, but isn't as, as tangible. It's not as easy to see. How do you see a brand? Well, you can see things of, that represent a brand. How do you value the whole brand? Or if you create an invention, a lot of ideas and blood, sweat, and tear goes into it. It's a lot of things that are in your mind. How do you capture that value? And so all of the different types of things of intellectual property are really to do with how do you capture that intellectual portion of property and, and turn it into something that's valuable? Exactly. Okay. All right. That makes a perfect sense. So you founded uh, Miller IP Law. How long ago did you found uh, your business? So I've been an attorney for about 10 years now and founded Miller IP Law about three and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. So pretty much just right before the pandemic then, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was about a year before the pandemic. So it was at least better than founding it during the pandemic. But, uh, you know, interesting has been on the... When I founded it, and I know you didn't ask a question, but I'll give you the answer anyway. When I founded it, yeah. it was my desire was to help startups and small businesses. Now, the nice thing about um, intellectual property is on the federal level, meaning I can work with businesses from any of the 50 states. So a lot of attorneys, if you go to like divorce or wills and trust, they have to be in that specific state. Exactly. But where it's on the federal level, I get to work with them also. We, I set up the firm really to work with clients across the country. More of our clients are outside of Utah, which is where we're located, than inside of Utah. So in a sense, a pandemic has been good for us in the sense that it allows us to people are more willing to look at people or law firms at places that aren't right down the street. 
Okay. All right. Perfect. So because I, uh, as an entrepreneur, you know, you, you, you explore different uh, areas of entrepreneurship. There's all kinds of, you know, uh, areas that we could speak of. But I do want to talk about, you know, patents, trademarks, and copyrights and the importance of those because many people start, you know, especially startups, you know, I, I believe, you know, I'm a startup as well. Uh, you can see some products here. I have a friend of mine. He's an aerospace engineer, right? He he got his products, but one thing that he's really uh, a fan about is getting that patent. You know, he want to make sure that he has his product and nobody else has it in the market. So you see these products here. Uh, one is one of the mailbox insert and one is a pro Kevlock and which he also has the trademark for it. And before he even started, you know, with these ideas and whatnot, his idea was like, well, let's go first for the patent and get that trademark. So how important is that set? Because sometimes people will just jump into this business thing, this entrepreneurship. Well, I got this great idea. You come up with the product. And then next thing you know, somebody's well, it's, you don't have a copyright of the trademark. How important is that right now, uh, Devin? Yeah, I mean, it, it always varies. It depends a bit, but I'll give you kind of the, the general answer, which is it will. It, the reason it depends is it depends on what is the value of your business. So but let me level set it just kind of what patents, trademarks, and copyrights are, because I think it will help on the discussion. Okay. So if you look at, as I mentioned, intellectual property, it's an umbrella term. Includes patents, trademarks, copyrights. So somebody says intellectual property or IP, there you can be referring to one or all of the above. So patents go towards an invention, something that does something, has a functionality, it performs it. So software, hardware, electronics, anything of that nature. Okay. Trademarks go towards brands. So if you think of a name of a company, name of a business, name of a product, catchphrase, those type of things are with the brand, that's what it protects. And on the um, copyrights, that's going to be more on the, the creative nature. So if you think of a book, a, po or a podcast, a movie, a, a sculpture, a painting, anything in your photograph, those are all in the creative nature. And so now I, with that as a level set, you ask, you know, how important is it? Well, I would say, what is the core value of your business? And then that answers a lot of your questions. So if you're okay. a local mom and pop store that, um, you know, that doesn't have a lot of, it doesn't really have a brand, you know, you're just serving the local community or a small brand, but you're not going to branch out. You don't really have any inventions and you don't really have anything copyrighted. It's not that important. I mean, it, you, you just, it, you, you got a good business, but intellectual property, is, it doesn't have the value. But on the okay. other hand, you're saying we're going to be going and doing a huge, you know, doing a whole bunch of R&D and research development and product development. And we're going to create the next best iPhone and we want to make sure that all that investment we protect, that's going to be important. Or the okay. same thing, you're going to get into brand and you're going to say, hey, we're going to do the next great brand. We're going to be the next Apple or Starbucks or M&Ms or whatever. Then it can matter because you want to protect it. So if it's important, if that's the core of your business, then absolutely it's important. If really none of those things are going to be the core value of your business, then it becomes much less important. Okay, okay. That makes a lot of sense. So, so do you work directly with patents and trademarks like if someone wants to apply i understand there's a process you have to apply for it you how is how does it the process take it through someone who says i want to get a patent how do you go what's the first steps and process yeah so let's patents a good example you always pick the hardest one first so okay. um <laughs> no so let's say you wanted to do a patent in the general sense the first thing that i would do before you ever go talk with an attorney is I would go and just do a quick Google search and I would make sure that the thing that you're thinking about isn't already out there. 
And, you know, as simple as that sounds, I'll have people come into my office and they'll say, hey, I'm really excited. I got this great idea and it's going to change the world, make me lots of money. And, you know, and they'll start to explain this. No, it just it feels like I've seen that out there before. And, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, it seems like it's already been there. And so we'll spend five minutes and lo and behold, we'll find it and they'll say, is this what you're thinking of? Oh, yeah, that's it. Well, then we're probably not going to be able to help you because it's already been invented. Yeah. Uh, so that would be the very first place I would start is just do a, a, some initial homework, a bit of research just to, to understand that. But now let's say you say, OK, I've done that. Can't find it myself. Then you're going to want to say, OK, now what do I have? Is it patentable in a more general sense? Does it meet the standards for patentability? And there are really two standards that you should be thinking about is if you can get a patent on something. And this that's the first standard is what's called novelty. And the other one is called obviousness. Okay. So novelty basically means is anybody else previously invented this? Somebody else has previously invented it. They've already come up with it. Guess what? You can't get a patent on something that's already invented. Exactly. Second one is going to be obviousness. And obviousness is basically, okay, not one person has invented this, but if you were to take two or more things that are already out in the marketplace, all you're doing is putting them together in an obvious way. You're not really adding anything new. Then again, it's not going to be patentable. And so right. that's kind of where you start say, okay, do it as at least as far as I'm aware in my own research, does it seem to meet those two standards? If so, then you go into an attorney. They're going to work, sit down with you, get you set up to the client, get all the details of your invention, write a very long, boring legal document. I find them <laughs> interesting. Most people say, I don't understand what they say, or it's very legalistic. But then you'll write it up, and then you submit it to the patent office. And the patent office basically will go and look at it for those two standards. And they'll either say, yep, looks like it's patentable, looks like it meets the standards, and you get a patent. Or they'll say, nope, we're going to reject it. doesn't look like it's patentable. And then we get to argue back and forth. And we can go multiple rounds and arguing why it's patentable, why it's different, why it's unique. And then we'll either convince them or at the end of the day, you'll say, it's not worth fighting anymore and I give up. So if you're going to take all the process, that's it in a much more condensed nutshell. Okay, good. And, and you do help people with that? Absolutely. And, yeah. Okay. So that's what, that's what we do day in and day out. We, we focus on helping startups and small businesses. We do patents, trademarks, copyrights other business-related things that, um, you know, LLC formations, NDAs, um, okay. independent contract agreements, a lot of those type of things. Okay, okay. Now, how do you, like, what is their, your main, like, you, your every every today, is, is it that pretty much? Uh, people just fighting to get some kind of product out there? Is that, is that pretty much sum it up? Yeah, my every today is 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 always different. So the firm's every today. So if I were to say my every day, some days I'm working on patents myself. Other days I'm running the business. I'm reviewing what other attorneys are doing. I'm working on marketing sales. I'm also an entrepreneur at heart. So I have two other businesses that I own in addition to this one. So my every day is not a normal every day, other than I run for nine miles each morning. That's about the only <laughs> thing that stays consistent. Okay, Beyond that, it's all over the place. But yeah, yeah. It, as a whole... We focus on um, a, a lot of patents and trademarks um, and helping startups and small businesses to make sure they okay. get that protection. Okay, okay. And then, uh, like money, why? I mean, does it depend on the patent, the copyright, or even a trademark? Does it depend the product that the cost uh, would be? So, for us, and I'll answer for our firm because there are a lot of firms that are just going to put it on an hourly basis. And if okay. you take longer, you take shorter, then they charge you according to. I don't like that. And I don't think most startups and small businesses like it because usually what it feels like you go into an, a normal t lawyer's office and they'll say, well, this will be, you know, this patent application will be anywhere from 6000 to $12,000. You 
You say, well, first of all, that's a pretty big range. And how do I calculate that in or budget it in? And usually when somebody tells me a budget, they usually blow past it and some more expensive. And exactly. so what we did is we take almost everything we do. 95% of what we do is all on flat fees. So it's one where you know our costs, you know the governmental fees. It's all included in one. You can budget for it. You can plan on it. And so when you take, you know, an average patent application, um, you're going to be at about 6,500. Average trademark application, you're right around 1,000. Average copyright application, you're around $350. Um, and depending a little bit on what you're wanting to cover, but that's a pretty good range of kind of what okay. you'd be looking at for the various services, at least for our flat fees. Okay. All right. All right. So that's cool. So what, 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 um, maybe going back a little bit, like what, what brought you to to do what you do? Like you see that people were struggling or didn't have an idea, and you said, like, "Wait a minute, let me combine both of these and, and help out a lot of business." What kind of business do you help? <laughs> yeah. So anything, anybody, in the, or so let me back up. There's a couple of questions, and the first of how I got here or what made me kind of passionate. So as I mentioned, I'll circle back to the a little bit at the beginning of the story. Yeah. Coming out of undergraduate, I said, I love entrepreneurs. I love startups, small businesses. I also love the legal side. So I graduated and went and got, or I went and did a dual degree again. So I got an MBA degree as well as a law degree. And I was okay. kind of coming out and I continued to pursue both passions. So I started my first business. It's now an eight figure business. It's on, does uh, some wearables and does some our, our health monitoring for diabetes. So I was doing that at one point. And I always had that passion. And on the legal side, which is where I focus a lot on, and that was kind of for a long time, my day job still is my day job. Um, <laughs> but I combined my passions together a little bit more now than it used to be. Um, so yeah. I came out and uh, I was working. So I came out of under or graduate school, came out of law school, started working for a big law firm or some big law firms. And it was a top okay. 100 law firm headquartered in New York and New Jersey. They had offices in California and Silicon Valley. And I worked for a lot of the big or a lot of big clients. So I worked for Amazon, worked for Intel, worked for Red Hat, worked for Ford, did a lot of their uh, as clients, a lot of their intellectual property. But what I tended to find is the clients that excited me most that were the most fun to work with were the startups and the small businesses. They okay. just said, you know, if I was working on Amazon patent, it was one of a whole bunch. It was a very small cog and a big wheel. I didn't ever have much impact and give much direction. And I was just writing up the applications. And I found out, hey, when I work with startups and small businesses, they're looking for more guidance. I get to have a, I get to, you know, help them from the ground up and work with them and give them guidance and teaching and training. And those are just the ones that I love. And okay. so that's why about, you know, three and a half years ago, I said, well, that's where I want to focus my career. I'm going to start Miller IP Law and that's going to be the focus. And so within okay. that, we we focus primarily, we have a few larger clients or middle, medium-sized clients, but really our, our focus is helping startups and small businesses. And so that's where the podcast comes in. That's where all of our videos come in, all of our content, how we set up or how I set up the firm, how we run it, all right. of the different things we do. And so it's really beyond that, startups and small businesses, it's pretty well across the board. So we have everything, yeah. online, restaurants, health business, we have software, hardware, wearables, um, oh, pharmaceuticals. Wow. And so we do quite a bit across the board because there's a lot of cool startups out there. We want to make sure we help as many as we can. Exactly, man. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it because I can imagine, I can only imagine people that really struggle, especially small business and not only struggling with small business, but even with this pandemic, you know, all this stuff happened. I could only imagine how many people who probably was, just had started a business, oh, 2020 is going to be my year. And next thing you know, boom. And here we are still two years trying to figure this thing, how to get around this thing. But but that's awesome. So talk a bit about your podcast before we leave, the the Inventive Journey podcast. Now, you said there's another one too, right? 
Yeah, so um, so we originally is about a year and a half ago or so um, was so founded the firm was working with a lot of startups and small businesses and one of the kind of common things and I've been through it as I've done my own businesses but you know doing a, a startup or a small business is oftentimes it feels like a fairly lonely journey but what I mean by that is unless you're talking to someone else that's already done it most people they don't get what it's like to do hiring and firing HR product development oh, marketing. Yeah sales, be the boss, be the janitor and janitor and everything in between. And so you're saying, and then you feel like some days you feel like you're success. The other days you feel like you're failure. And then you can't even really talk with anybody about it. And you always feel like everybody else has it figured out except for you. And so, you know, hearing that story enough from other clients and having or gone through it myself, I said, well, what would be nice is to have a podcast that tells the journey of how people got to where they're at today. Oh, nice doesn't just jump to you know the success today but you get to hear the whole journey so we go all the way back to the high school college time frame and say let's talk through your whole journey how did you get to where you're at today so we can hear that full journey the successes the failures why you left the job how you pivoted and all that and it just makes it for a fun uh, thing that helps us or to tell the stories and give a much more realistic picture of um, exactly. what it is to be an entrepreneur so that's the inventive journey and we're coming up, I think, on right around 400 episodes. So we've been doing it for a good while. Wow. And um, and we, what we found is that, you know, what or what's fun is we introduce a full journey, but then people are saying, well, you know, what, you know, now we want to, we have a guest on, we hear their journey, and then what happened after that? Where did they go? What happened? And what, <laughs> what was the next phase of the journey? So we started to expand out the podcast to do a more of a series of podcasts where you can go listen to the journey. You want to hear a little bit more of expertise in their industry? There's a second podcast, and then we're going yeah. to roll out here in the next three months that focuses on their current business. So right now we have the Inventive Journey, that's the core podcast, and then we've uh, recently, in the last few months, uh, launched the the Inventive Expert, which dives into a lot oh. of expertise. Oh, that's cool, man! Well, congrats on that podcast, man. Are you what? What are the? I know your hands. You got a full uh, full hands full of business. Any anything in the future that you're thinking of? Maybe you might be wanting to do different than what you're already doing or you got enough on your plate right now <laughs> oh I, I oh there's always plenty of things i want to do i mean what everybody ever asked me what i like to do for a hobby i usually say startups because that's what i love and that's usually what i exactly. think exactly so the one that we're actually getting ready to launch and it's going to be in the next about four to five weeks so we're in the process of getting it or finalized is a website de or development business and so and now okay. you say how did why are we getting into that or how does it make sense well <laughs> First of all, most businesses have an, an online presence. And so we've I've had to do that with some of my other businesses. And so we've had to figure that out. And then again, helping startups and small businesses, we're looking and saying, you know, how what is it that they also need kind of in, along the same path as what they're going in all of them exactly. are looking to get good development. And what we found is a lot of our marketing effort, a lot of what we're doing, the same people that we're running into that need intellectual property are also needing that service. So it went really well with what we're doing. So taking okay. a lot of what we do that kind of breaks some old in the legal industry and then going over to the website development industry and doing the same thing, yeah. breaking a lot of that mold. So that's wow. kind of the next thing that's on horizon. If yeah. want to check it out, it's not live yet, but it will be called leap sites and they can uh, leaping over the competition. So leap sites and they can uh, check it out and that'll be another fun, fun endeavor. Okay, cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll look, definitely look into that when it's uh, up and running and ready to go, man. That's cool, man. So Devin, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, I'm gonna let you go, but before I do, what what's your last uh your last take for how to grow and protect your business for anyone who's listening to this, whether it's Spotify, you know, audio, maybe they're not watching it through the video, but they're listening. How how what's the 
the main like the umbrella right to how to go, grow and protect your business and protect your brand yeah and uh, probably circling back a little bit on what i said i think that the first thing is identify what the core value of your business is okay. and that's really going to be the biggest thing that you can do is figure out what is the value of your business what you have to offer and then right on top of that is to how to protect it is get a plan in place. Go talk to an attorney. I'll give a shameless self plug. If people want to, they want to get a plan, they want to get a strategy. We offer free strategy meetings and they can just go to strategymeeting.com. And that links okay. right to my calendar. But that's where I would start. And it, you may, Plans always change with startups. They always change with small businesses and where you're at, where you're going to be at in a year is different than where you're at right exactly. now. And so just because your plan is going to change doesn't mean you shouldn't understand the core, the key milestones or the things that you need to be have in order to make your business successful. So even as you pivot and adjust, you're still keeping those kind of milestones. So I'd say figure out what the core value is, get the milestones that you need to make successful, have that as a plan, and then talk with an expert to help you on the various aspects for the things that you're not able to execute on yourself. Absolutely. And when you say speak to an expert, do for example, do you, Give any uh, a free consultation, like maybe an hour, you know, a time limit, or do you? Yeah, so that's if they go to strategymeeting.com, that gives a 15, 20 minute uh, free meeting, no charge. Oh. We sit down, we talk through what they have going on, what they might consider, what deadlines, what things might cost. And so even if they can't get started now, they can definitely say, okay, well, I know what I need to do in the next six months, or I exactly. didn't know what I need to do in the next year. So yeah, go to strategymeeting.com. That links right to my calendar that people can grab some time with me to chat, and I'm always happy to help. Perfect, man. I appreciate that, uh, Mr. Miller. I'm going to put that in the link below as well so people could uh, follow that and contact you, man. So, Devin, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Go enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go enjoy your family, man. And I appreciate your time, man. Thank you very much. Hey, my pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. It was a blast. All right, buddy. You too, man. Take care. All right, folks. So there you have it, guys. Thank you again for joining this podcast. Um, like I mentioned before, uh, the audio download will be available on the apps that you see right here on the screen. For the audio, if you're listening, uh, we are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, anywhere you could get a podcast. Be sure to follow me also on Twitter under AngelSantos75 and Instagram under AngelSantos Podcast. So go ahead and follow him. You already uh, one of his podcasts, a great podcast. I invite you. I was watching some episode today and they have some really great material. The Inventive Journey Podcast. There's the link right there. So follow them on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and show your support. So there you have it, guys. Uh, as you know, my products here, I have all the links there uh, the, for the Prokevlock.com. Also uh, for DryMailbox.com. I also have it there as well. I'm going to have all the links below. And also for my, our natural supplements, uh, my wife and I, we do have a network marketing business. So there's our link there. Uh, go ahead and visit it if you're interested in that. And I'm going to leave you with one last word, which is in Proverbs 17:13, And it says, if you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house. All right. So look that up. There's the verse there. Guys, thank you again. Uh, for joining this podcast. I'll see you in the next episode. I'm absolutely going to have one uh, this Monday, the 24th. So I'm going to be posting shortly uh, my next guest. So guys, thank you again. It's been an honor and a privilege and a blessing to be here. So be safe and I'll see you in the next one. Take care.